Dark Sucks Podcast, a show that we didn't think of a name for until about three episodes in, so I'm recording this and slapping it on the beginning of this episode so it makes more sense. On with the show. Hello, listeners. Hello. I'm Leo. I'm Jack. This is where no one has gone before. I'm glad we didn't do the sound check before we did this. Why? I don't know. I just noticed that it's actually working. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just noticed that uh, this podcast is not at all where no one has gone before <laughs> when searching the uh, yeah, did. the iTunes listings. I mean, I chose the name because it was a Star Trek-related name that wasn't already taken as a podcast title. Oh, I thought you were doing it as a joke. No. No, I was trying Interesting. to... I mean, I guess we're not really locked into... I did set up an email address. But oh, yeah, there's no turning back now. Yeah, we're locked in. Uh, well. But anyway, yeah, this is definitely not the first time anybody has done this. There are a whole bunch of podcasts uh, about Star Trek The Next Generation. But yeah. ours will be different because of reasons. Because I'm on very few of the other ones. <laughs> I'm on zero. Yeah. I'm not on any of the other Star Trek podcasts. Uh, let's uh, let's do a... Uh, what do you want to call it? We're we going to call it a circle back, a time travel... What did we miss? Time. I don't know enough about the show to come up with something witty. Yeah. Uh, let's just call it a circle back. Um, so we did not talk about the uh, profound, just absolute, like, fuck mist that swept into the room when uh, Troy and Riker were reunited. Well... First of all, that scene was directed by someone who has never fucked ever had sex or <laughs> met someone that's had sex. Yeah. Because the way that they convey that he that they used to fuck is that he just just stares a hole through the side of her head <laughs> the entire time they're on the screen. For like a long time. <laughs> and just for a second, like I want it because there is a psychic banter between the two of them. Uh, that lasts, you know, a, a few seconds during which in in like the other person perception angle of this scene is Captain Picard, who cannot hear them psychically mind fucking reminiscing their mind fucking. Uh, so he's just standing there with these two people just fucking staring at each other. Right. And it's not so hard. Like they're not eye fucking each other. <laughs> no. They are just staring yeah. blankly at each other. Just like yeah. And 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 so this is the also the introduction of the uh I think I, uh, this may be the only betazoid word that exists in the entire series. Cool. Imzadi, which I just you know, here's a thing, science fiction writers if you're if you want to talk in it and fucking make up an entire language, good on you. I I honestly applaud that. Fucking rock and roll, do it. However, if you're going to have an alien race that speaks English, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, and then just pull a right. random alien right. word out of your ass for no reason, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean it's. It's like that pandering thing that like newscasters will do when they run into like something sort of uh, Spanish adjacent, oh, yeah, where yeah, they'll yeah. suddenly change accents, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> don't do that, yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. You, no. You're either you. No one in real life 
just switches between languages for one or two words at a time. Yeah, I mean, if you are somebody who is genuinely fluent in multiple languages, uh, like I, I've uh, noticed this amongst uh, Samoans and Hawaiians, that they will that like if they're having a conversation in a bu- in a big bunch of people people who are native to basically native to both languages that they really really it really does turn into just a fucking stew of yeah well that's that's what a pigeon is right yeah um but that's not what we're talking about right we're talking talking about about someone who uses one word of their native language i was i was telling you about those uh (laughs) the the baba verse books uh that uh that trilogy of like the guy who gets turned into a spaceship oh yeah yeah, so at one point he's like on an alien planet and he's encountered a, a race that has like their own language, but he, you know, very clearly establishes. Obviously, he get, you know he builds a universal translation matrix like immediately, uh-huh. so they're all speaking English. But then every once in a while he'll throw in just like one word of like, oh well, their word for a tribe is hexki. Like, what? Yeah, this seems unnecessary. Yeah, you didn't need to do that. You could have just this said just tribe. seems like a, a just. By the way, we're in space. <laughs> Remember, these are aliens, and they have a different language. They have different words for everything, as if it was a whole different language. Uh, all right, so let's do a little uh, preview of this episode. Oh, wait, did you have anything else from last week that we missed? No, I, the Imzadi? I have kind of smoothed over my memory of last week. <laughs> just... Um, just <laughs> By smoothed over, do you mean poured alcohol on top of yes. it <laughs> until it until it melted? Um, I I remember not enjoying it. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, also, listeners, um, we were going to uh, go uh, deliberately be fully sober for like the first several episodes just till we kind of get our feet underneath us. But the last episode was so excruciating. Bad. Um, that we are going to drink a bottle of wine while we watch the next episode. Which yeah. so this is so the the title of the next episode is the Naked Now. Does that sound does that sound familiar to you? The Have, Naked What? The Naked Now. No, that doesn't sound familiar to me at all. Okay, so I didn't realize that this was the second episode as I pulled up the list, and I do know what this episode is. Um, and I am kind of like it, it's, I would say more one of the more kind of uh, I don't know legendary or, or like noteworthy episodes. Uh, especially in the early series, because a bunch of fucking weird shit happens, um, and uh, but I just I I feel like they 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 dumped a whole bunch like right into the beginning because we had that crazy ass uh, first you know two parter episode and now we've got this uh, which I I won't spoil it for you we'll just uh, we'll just jump into it but yeah here we go with the uh, season one. Episode two slash three, depending on whether you count the first one as a, yeah. Well, well we did one episode on this. So yeah, this, is, a, this, this is, episode is episode two. two. Uh, the Naked Now. We'll be back. Whew. And we're back. Um, definitely easier to deal with in smaller bites. Yeah, I actually didn't hate that. Yeah, I like the, kind of, yeah. there was... A lot of ridiculous shit in there. Oh yeah, we're gonna make yeah. fun of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but compared yeah. to last week, I feel great. Yeah, like that was just like a you know a romp. Just yeah, a, just yeah. like a forty-five minutes worth of you know just dumb crap. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't watching mm. it for the podcast, would I have wanted to do that for forty-five minutes? Yeah, no, not probably, really, probably not. But 
okay. compared to last week, I feel fucking awesome. The naked now. The okay. Naked now. Um, so I, I did uh, look this up because I had forgotten that there was a tie into the original series. Uh, so the original series episode that mirrors this one is called The Naked Time. Uh, it is episode four of season one of the original series, and it's basically the same thing. Which I, I don't know. Maybe eventually we'll do like a uh, if we get if we get listeners, we'll do like some some Patreon bonus content where where we watch some original Let's series episodes. Not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I see your opening note there. <laughs> So, <laughs> listeners, if you haven't watched along with us, the Enterprise comes up on the uh, the USS Ch- Chil- Chilkovsky. Or, or uh, the USS Phone Sex. <laughs> <laughs> and here's... Also, stop reading my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and here's... Well, hello, Enterprise. Uh, so, <laughs> what happens is... Uh, there's a there's a ship that was doing a uh, survey of a dying star, and they sent a, a distress signal. And then when the Enterprise got there, uh, they'd all been having a big old gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> and then they ended the gangbang as you do by uh, pulling the uh, pulling the hatch and blowing all of their own all of themselves out into space and dying. Well, so it doesn't it doesn't do a great job of really clearly elucidating what this infection is or why it does this but it basically it makes people too hot it's space molly yeah okay um yeah you're not wrong um <laughs> i mean like looking at the i was yeah, yeah. like really closely yeah. looking at the 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 symptoms and everything because it's not quite alcohol it's not quite marijuana yeah it is space molly. the temper right. the temperature thing seems to be yeah it's space but anyway molly. they get so hot that they open the the ship to vacuum slash so uninhibited or whatever yeah hot and uninhibited <clears throat> yeah um um and one of uh, this is nitpicky and maybe i should leave shit like this out but uh the like the shot of the two ships close uh, orbiting what again is a dying star right which even a dying star is still multiple times larger than the earth right right and it looks like they are orbiting something half the size of the moon. Yeah, it's like a little, little it's bitty, just little, little bitty boy, just a little bit, little Bernie boy, <laughs> little Bernie baby, <laughs> little burning baby. Um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so they are the the so Jordy's the first one infected. Yeah, um, he gets his first symptom is that he's uh, a dick. Yeah, he starts being a dick. I guess it's not his first symptom, but I noticed like. Almost everybody in this episode, they all get close talking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah I don't know if that's specific it's something that to bothers Molly. me specifically. I think we, <laughs> yeah. so maybe I noticed it more than hey. But it's a lot of close hey, talking you, in this episode. Hey, hey, did you notice? Hey, did you notice it's hot in here? Why is it so hot in here? Hey. Yeah. Do you, do you know where I made it take make it turn it down? Oh, cool it down a little bit. I don't know what you want me to do with yeah. this act out. It's like, oh, oh, it's all hot in here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Jordy is quote-unquote confined to six, sick bay, but that confinement... It's it like it means... I don't know if in the future confinement means a different thing, um, but he just gets up and walks out. Yeah, there's no... 
security or anything. Also, this is the I, I feel like this is the first time that it's introduced, and this is a, like a problematic issue throughout the series. That the um, I mean, it speaks to the fact that it's basically '80s technology trying to imagine future technology, right? But their ability to locate somebody is based on a physical object that they wear on their shirt. Right. So in order to become invisible to all of the ship sensors, all you have to do right. is take off the little pin you wear on your shirt. Yeah, not great. I, I see a loophole in that <laughs> yeah, security. It's, it's bad technology. Yeah, yeah not not good for uh, for a military vessel. Yeah, and then the uh, other thing that comes up later that is also like so emblematic of, of 80s technology, trying to imagine future technology, is the, the control chips. Uh, that are taken out, and it's literally just like a bunch of little pieces of plastic. Yeah, they're like little dominoes. And the ship cannot run without them. Yep. All it takes is one guy to come. Which it's, why do those pop out that easily? Yeah, no, that is too easy. What, should, what is that for? Should be behind a panel. Yeah, something. Yeah. Some, yeah. What's the purpose of being able to take those out? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Okay. Um, I like how they, they describe the symptoms of Oh yeah, so it's like a water molecule. I wrote yeah. down. I wrote down. It's it's ice nine, which I don't know if you've read Cat's Cradle, but no. um, but it's ice nine. But instead of freezing everything, it makes you horny. Okay. <laughs> cool, so, cool, 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 cool. Uh, any listeners that have read Cat's Cradle, that's just for you. That's for you. Uh, <laughs> and also, yeah, they describe it as intoxicated, but the vast majority of the people that get it, the symptom of intoxication that they get is just out of control horny fucking just like so horny which i don't mean to brag but i drink too much yeah and most of the time it doesn't make me not that horny not really any hornier than i already am yeah like just kind of as i yeah just base yeah. level horny <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe more willing to do something about how horny yeah, you but are like not, but that's not, it dramatically so yeah. not to the point where i'm just propositioning everybody that wanders into my field of it i mean again it's just it's space molly and they just didn't yeah describe it as such yeah but um also so i didn't bring this up in the last episode but uh the, i was reminded when jordy was going through the whole uh vision thing do you know what uh his uh visor was modeled after no uh it's a hair clip yeah, that, that tracks. So it's these old, like, 80s-style hair clips that were, like, this big, like, teeth on both sides thing that clamped together and, like, held your hair together. That is exactly what Jordy's hair visor is made out of. Cool. Um, but also, uh, mo several times in this episode, and this happened in the last episode, too, where somebody said something, usually Captain Picard, <clears throat> that was an extremely common impression, expression, rather, and Data was like, what'd that mean? Oh, yeah, that, that brings me back to something I wrote down almost immediately, which is Data doesn't know anything. He doesn't know nearly enough things that he should know, and yet he is programmed in multiple styles of pleasure, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Yeah. What pervert made this? That was, that what, was the thing that jumped out to me. made this robot that's like... <laughs> he doesn't know what needle in a haystack yeah. means. He doesn't know what the free the term snootful means. Yeah. We'll get to aphorisms, but by God, he's going to know how he's to eat pussy. He's going to know how to fuck. <laughs> and so the the part of what I uh what kind of the reason that this episode sticks out is because of that hookup between uh between Yar and uh, and Data, which becomes one of those kind of like running joke giggle things. Uh, um, at least for me, like as I was 
after I had seen the show. Uh, and at one, I was watching um, that. Uh, I think it's just called Trekkies, the documentary about you know Star Trek fans. Okay. Um, and they were going through uh, fan art because everybody who has been on the show has yeah. gotten like all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Denise Crosby had gotten. Was this I really? I feel like I can guess where this is going. It is a fuck picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a nude picture. I guessed it of her and Data. <laughs> <laughs> like her and like Denise Crosby and Brent Spiner are looking in the picture, just like talking about it, and laughing about. It. Anyway, it's a funny point that's, in the movie. That's fun. Um, yeah, going back to the Data doesn't know anything, mm-hmm. and it's like, why is, why is this guy a senior officer? Like. Yeah, like, even like, if he wasn't programmed with that shit... He's absolutely, like, he's useful. He went to fucking college. Like, not only right. was he programmed <laughs> and should be, you know, capable of more calculations than a human being, but also, like, he went through all of the regular school. Right. Like, he actually earned his spot on the Enterprise, and he still doesn't know what the fucking needle in a haystack? Really? Right. I mean, he's on the show to give the autistic kids that watch the show somebody to identify with. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be... I mean, real clear. Here. That's uh, that may be true. Um, okay, so Wes creates a tractor beam out of what looks like a mousetrap game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what it was. Uh, and then creates a uh, a voice recorder or a voice uh, mimicker. That and this is all obviously all in the first act. So listeners, guess what happens with those two things? It's uh, Chekhov's voice recorder, I believe is what it's called. Is that what? What? It, Chekhov's gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Come on, man. Sorry. I know the thing about the gun. I Didn't you go to college? Yeah, I know. I just forgot about right. I forgot it was Chekhov, honestly. Uh, yeah, so he uh, uses that to steal control of the ship. Um, oh, and the first... <laughs> is, his first act as captain again. It, so it again hits on how like disgruntled this teenage boy who has not qualified to hold a position on this ship. He is he so is, fucking disgruntled at the fact is that he, he is even a teenager. He's like pre adolescent. I mean, yeah, he's like fourteen probably. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. He does. He's out of anybody that has like an excuse to get extra horny when they're when they get infected. He's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. desserts for every meal. I didn't even think about that part, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We didn't even. Yeah, they didn't even touch on the fact that Wesley is the only one who's not apparently super fucking horny because of Space Molly. But no, I was uh, the thing that drives that that keeps bugging me is like he is a fucking fourteen year old. Great, he has interest in science. Great that he's smart, but he is so fucking disgruntled at the fact that he is not given special privileges. Yeah, that he doesn't get to go on the bridge. Yeah, you are not of a this fucking military vessel. Yeah, you're not a fucking officer right like keep studying go to school uh, as he does later in the show but how do you where where do you grow the fucking balls to be disgruntled at the fact that you're not allowed yeah, why on, why yeah. Did, is yeah his mom sucks yeah because she should be telling him this like, oh yeah you don't i mean she's what like, makes you think you should go on the bridge wh- yeah why would you be allowed no you're not yeah. allowed this is a fucking mi- i mean it's a si- military science vessel but whatever but anyway it's heavily armed yeah yeah Anyway. And I, and which brings me to the point: How the fuck is Wesley still allowed on the sh- on the ship after this? After like he oh, took yeah. over, he committed mutiny. Yes, I don't care if he was on Space Molly. He fucking yeah, no committed one. No mu- one else mutiny. on the Space Molly committed mutiny. Nope. 
They nope. did a bunch of fucking no other mutinies. Yeah. I mean, you could you could argue that uh, that that uh, assistant engineer Yoshida was a party to mutiny or whatever because he's yeah, the one he who took all the control chips also. out. Maybe a demotion, something minor demotion. He shouldn't have access to the control chips anymore. But yeah, they should maybe put uh, like a like a lock or a guard, a panel, some sort some, of a protective. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Wesley's first act as captain is to declare extra desserts before and after every single meal. Yeah. Which they haven't introduced the replicator yet, but yeah, like everybody gets as much dessert as they want. Yeah. There's replicators. Yeah. And um, also all these adults that are being like horny with each other are like cheering him for that. Oh which, yeah. Eh. Yeah, I get again adults getting super excited over extra dessert. I mean, uh, again, not to brag, but I make enough money that I could eat dessert. Uh huh. Pretty regularly. We could go get dessert after we're done with right this. Right now. Fucking, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm good. I, mean, I don't. I, I would not care to do that. I could kind of go for like a Haagen Dazs bar or something. I'm yeah. I'm good. good. Um, and. Oh, yeah, so eventually, uh, oh, wait, do you have anything before the, the fuck scene? Uh, no. Well, okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, actually. So uh, uh, I forget who sends it up, but somebody sends a limerick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets it, like, Data hears it from some, <laughs> like, one of the departments or from engineering or something. <laughs> There once was a woman. (laughs) Which, again, something that very much exists and should be easily accessible in the history of human knowledge. He went to college. Yeah. He doesn't see where that's going. Yeah. (laughs) But then the second line is she had, who had a body shaped like a penis. Oh, yeah. And he is cut off before he says penis, but obviously that's where it's going. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that version of that limerick. <laughs> what? I really want to know where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be up late tonight writing the rest of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how we're going to op- open the next episode, listeners. Oh, shit. Now I actually yeah. have to do yeah, it. Yeah, you gave yourself homework. <laughs> Fuck. <It's> stupid. <laughs> um, fucking nerd. So, yeah, eventually... Uh, Lieutenant Yar gets uh, infected, and Data gets sent to take her to sick bay, and uh, they go fuck. Yeah, and I, I mean, obviously, you know, the uh, like all of the sexual tension and everything surrounding the two of them uh, is is funny, but also this has to be history's most seductive delivery of the phrase "rape gang." Yeah, that was not a good setup for that scene. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I don't remember if they if sh- if this was touched on much in the first episode, but like Yar's backstory is that she grew up on some like fucked up planet that yeah, had, it was you know, it, it came up a little bit. Yeah, like effectively one, yeah. no government, and so she was just like running and hiding and fighting for herself, and there were apparently roving gangs of just rapists. Yeah, and that was just their whole yeah. They were just rape gangs, but yeah, not a thing. Uh, you would normally think somebody would bring up when they're trying when to, they're trying to catch some robot trying dick. to catch that dick uh and yeah data is fully functional uh-huh um programmed in multiple, multiple pleasures pleasure techniques <laughs> yeah i think it was multiple pleasure it is techniques. not a sexy scene <laughs> it's really not 
the um, thing that the thing that she's doing with her hair is not great. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah the 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 slick back with the one finger curl. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. It, but yeah, you don't have a whole lot of choices when you got the really short hair for like something that looks dramatically different. But yeah, it looks, I guess. I mean, she looks like one of her the, regular hair looks better. Than she that. looks like one of the Robert Palmer girls. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, one thing I wrote down is like I I kind of don't know how Riker spotted that Troy was acting weird. Right. She's just being horny for yeah. him. Which, again, as we talked about up top. Yeah. That's their whole thing. That's their whole so thing far. at this point in the show. <laughs> just like, hey, you remember when we used to fuck? We used to fuck. Yeah. Um, and he's and he's like, not right now. And it's like, I'm sorry. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like <laughs> I wrote down Riker because Riker gets infected by her. Yeah, but he never like he never really succumbs, and I like to imagine that it's basically like the like the Incredible Hulk in Avengers, where he's like, my secret to managing is that I'm just angry all the time. Oh, he's and just like, that horny. Yeah, all the time. yeah. Riker's secret is that he's just horny and sweaty all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wrote down Riker really knows how to handle his space Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of the same joke, but yeah, yeah, mine was no, a little is, more elaborate. Yeah, yours is better. Yours is better. <laughs> well, you see, Captain, I'm horny and sweaty all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, oh, and then yeah, so after she infects Riker, Riker then goes on and, and infects uh, uh, Doctor Crusher. Dr. Crusher has been locked up in the sick bay with patient zero right. the entire and episode. She never touched him. And she managed to avoid all skin contact because that's apparently all it takes is just yeah, any skin just contact. Just any skin contact. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. But then, yeah, the nearly fuck scene between uh, Captain Picard and Dr. Crusher. Which one? Because there's two of them. The first one, which I liked <laughs> because like, it starts off in his ready room. Uh, which is private, but then he like tries to walk away. The door door opens, and she's got her shirt like almost like halfway unzipped, and there and from the you can the, almost see the top of a boob. Right from it the, is very provocative. From the one angle, they're just in the ready room, and it's just the two of them. But you realize the reverse angle of that shot is from the fucking bridge. <laughs> right. There's eight people on yeah, the bridge, kind of like looking at like the door just opened, and Doctor Crusher just popped out with her shirt half off. And and nobody says, and then she leaves, and he goes back to his chair. Yep. And everybody goes back to their consoles, like, well, back to work. Yep, uh, that happens. Yeah, um, actually, pretty decent piece of acting on Patrick Stewart's part. Again, the only good actor on this show, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because he actually does convey that he's like kind of tempted. Like before he's infected, he's still kind of like, uh, like. He's obviously not going to do it, right? But he manages to convey the fact that, like, like a different time or place. And actually, I think in terms of like um, well established and, and well executed backstory between those two characters, there is this sense that um, I don't know. There, there's a depth to it that I appreciate it because yeah, there is this sense that like Captain Card was the one who. Uh, came and you know told uh, Dr. Crusher that her husband had died and he was he was the husband's commanding officer um, but that there was this you know sexual tension born out of tragedy which is a very real thing Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't yeah there's a very human thing and they don't take the the cheap uh, 
root ever of just having them fuck or whatever. Right. It's always this just this kind of simmering thing between those two characters, which right. I appreciate. It's, it's one of the better pieces of writing so far in the show. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, so finally, we get the uh, uh, first of what is one of the things that is at least acknowledged, if not decried, amongst, amongst a lot of Trekkies, which is the, I'll call it the Wesley Ex Machina. Uh, uh, yeah. where yeah the something okay, but, like but well, hang on before oh, that sorry yeah you got um that. i just have one little thing so um um laforge's thing that he's upset about is that he wants his eyesight back uh-huh. and that's kind of the inciting incident because he keeps like wanting people to help him and then he touches them and yeah blah 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 um there's a scene later on where he's in sick bay and he's decrying he's he's bemoaning the fact that he's like he's never seen a rainbow and he's never seen a sunset uh-huh. um i wrote down during that scene i've never seen my own penis <laughs> <laughs> and then i pretty much stopped taking notes <laughs> so take it away <laughs> i guess so the 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 wesley ex machina thing is something that is like well known is in this series where you just like Shit's going wrong, and then boy genius shows up and just right. a, tw- a, bo- a boy. Yeah, there's figures out how to yeah. change the complicated starship machinery yeah. to fix the problem. Yeah, and his and his solution, he's like, well, why don't we just turn the tractor beam into a repulsor beam, which should be a setting that's already on there. Yeah, I mean, again, if a, a boy can figure out how to do that, but for, like from that a, seems like there, yeah, there should already be yeah, like from a, a sci- tog- oh, some yeah. kind of toggle. Yeah, from a scientific perspective, like a a, retract, a tractor beam versus a, a repulsor beam should do the same fucking thing. Yeah. just you know, based on which if position you have a beam that can in. impart momentum to something. Yeah, just which direction do you want it to go? Yeah, and then the engineer is like, "Oh, it would take hours to blah blah blah," and he's like, "Why don't you just see it in your head? Fuck you, you little shit." You know yeah, what? Why don't you just see it in your head? I, I hate him. I hate yeah. him. Yeah, a lot of people hate him. Thus far, I fucking hate him. Yeah, a lot of people hate him. I, I of course. So when you know, when when I was originally watching this show, like I identified with him. Like that was the character that I wanted to be because he was the only one anywhere close to my age. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, now I'm like, shut up, just fucking. Yeah, you know what? It, you know what it is. I mean, they always. This isn't going to be funny, but. Um, like you, you know how they always say like, the people you hate the most are like something. They have something in them that remind you of something you hate in yourself. Oh yeah, I very and much like, identify yeah, with that. Yeah, it's like that. He is the twelve-year-old little fucking prick that yeah. I was. Yeah. That I grew out of being. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, but yeah. <laughs> that sense of like entitlement and like I'm so fucking smart. Why doesn't anybody listen to me? Just yep. Sh- shut up. Just yeah. Shut the fuck up we're doing we're all doing shit yeah we've all been doing shit yeah yeah uh anyway uh all right uh, i think we covered i think we covered everything uh i'd like to note this is the only other note i have Worf never leaves his chair for this entire episode <laughs> he did for one second when he switched to the other chair because that's con- true the controls in his chair <laughs> because <weren't working. laughs> he was like maybe this identical control panel on this other side will work okay <laughs> I take it back. But aside from that, that actor does get utilized well on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine imagining getting that role, and I'm in the new Star Trek, and then the first couple episodes—well, the first episode you try to shoot the TV, <laughs> <laughs> and then the second episode you sit in a chair. 
<sighs> um, All right. So I want to try something just for the next one um, rather than just tell you like uh, at the, the beginning of the next episode what it's called. Uh, I want to tell you now. So you have Hang how, on. however long between now and the next Wesley episode. Wesley X Machina doesn't make as much sense as Deus Ex Wesley. You think? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Deus Ex Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's important here. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I mean, technically, <laughs> like, it, you know, it's like if Wesley is taking the place of God, then it's Wesley in the machine versus God in the Wesley. I don't know. I guess neither of them are great. I mean, it's a God from Wesley. Wesley is the, the whatever. All right. <laughs> the next episode is called Code of Honor. Uh, and I'm just going to put that in your head so you can think about it and see if you have any ideas about what might happen in the next episode Kay. before we start recording next time. Okay. Okay. Thank you, listeners. Goodbye. Yeah.